This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Mount Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig with details. Hello and welcome to Savor, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have an episode for you about Bob's Burgers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Heck yes, we do. Yeah, um, finally. After after uh, literally every single one of you has written in <laughs> and asked for an episode about it. A lot of requests <laughs> for this one. A lot of requests, which totally, totally makes sense. That's at the intersection of food and puns. Oh, yeah. We We inhabit. <laughs> so, makes sense that we've got a lot of fans in the audience. Um, I've never seen it. I, <laughs> even in preparing for this episode, you didn't watch any? No, and <laughs> I I know legitimately, I'm just convinced I would love it. Um, and that's part of the fear, because <laughs> I, I think I talked about it before on here, but I sometimes mix up I twist entertainment into something that's like a chore or homework and as Lauren and I were discussing before we started this this is a long-running show I did not know it'd been on this long yeah um I I think I I don't know like my brain had had skipped over the fact that yeah it's been on since 2011 and that it has over 200 episodes now and so you know yeah there's 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 a lot of it there is. So it's a lot to catch up on. That being said, I'm determined to do it. But I was afraid if I started even just for this, like, 
I wouldn't be here right now. Uh, yeah, like I'd we wouldn't be recording because you would be over there. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah. It happened to me over on Sminty with, what show did I have to, Killing Eve. I watched all of Killing Eve in like <laughs> a day. It was like a whirlwind. <laughs> and it was for research. That So I was afraid that would happen, but yeah. it was 12 seasons or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like this is Yeah. Not- <laughs> I guess I, I did that with the first season of Hannibal when, when we did our yes. Hannibal episode. I was just mm-hmm. like, well, this is just what I'm doing now. So... <laughs> Um, it's homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, but uh, like the puns, it's it's so funny to me how many of you have written in and and my friends love this show and I trust my friends and they say I will love it and I believe them. Um but it's funny how many people have said like but the puns, Annie. <laughs> like you're right. Yeah, the puns right. alone. The puns mm-hmm. alone other than it being like a very sweet TV show with like and I I don't I don't even know which character you would self-associate with the most. Like, I think mm. all of them. I'm not sure. Like, it's oh, uh, it's exciting. I'll I'll have to uh, watch it. I, I have my theory without having seen it, but I'll have to watch it and then see if it's true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So our friend and coworker Holly Fry mm-hmm. over at Stuff You Missed in History Class is cooking her way through the Bob's Burgers cookbook. Excellent. Yes, and it, she's very active. She'll post about it on social media if you're curious. Um, and the two she said have been the hit so far, which she is not done with it. So okay. more burgers to come, but the okay. poutine one. Okay. And I think the cheddar, I saw it I, when I was going through all of the names <laughs> of all of the burgers for this. <laughs> it's some like four cheese cheddar one, but she said that one was really good. Oh, and the um, the like breakfast burger one. She said that one was really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh I I have not I've I've not delved into that one. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just got the Star Wars one and that's that's going to take me some time to work through. So maybe I'll get to this eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe uh, uh for <laughs> for my birthday Annie uh gave me a copy of the Nom Nom Nomicon. Mm-hmm. The Necro Nom Nom Nomicon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and I've been reading it. Yeah. I haven't, I've been slightly terrified <laughs> of putting any of the recipes into practice. Yes. I'm sort of like, I know, I know it's for lols, but like, is cooking something out of this book, like the equivalent of like reading the Latin when you're in a horror movie? Like, right. I- <laughs> yes. You must not read from the book. The Mummy 1999 told us very firmly. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, a part of the delight though is reading just kind of reading through them. Um, and somebody just put on my radar that there's a Hocus Pocus cookbook now. And it feels oh, very no. similar of like, oh, no, if I read from it, if I do anything with it, will I summon these three witches? And they'll try to <laughs> drink my youth, I guess. <laughs> I mean, fun. they could. They could. I suppose. Um well, you can see our <laughs> burger episode, which hilariously enough was a tribute to the show Supernatural, which also has a cookbook. Yep. <laughs> that I've also read. <laughs> and a lot of you wrote in and were like, oh, we were so ready for Bob's Burgers and then you came in with Supernatural. With Supernatural. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we're finally, we're finally doing it. <laughs> yes. Here we are. So... Let's get into our question. Uh (laughs) Bob's Burgers? What is it? 
Well, uh, Bob's Burgers is an animated sitcom um, that that is an ongoing seasonal fictional television comedy series um, about a family that runs an independent burger restaurant called Bob's Burgers. Um, the family is the Belchers. The puns start here. Like, that's, it's, mm-hmm. an, it's immediate, yeah. Um, uh, father, Bob, and mother, Linda, um, both in their early 40s, and kids, Tina, who is 13, Jean, who is 11, and Louise, who is 9. Um, and they all work in the restaurant and live in an apartment above it. And the show is about their lives and relationships with each other and other people in their unnamed uh, seaside, generally agreed to be in Jersey town. Um, and they have all kinds of... Uh, adventures and or misadventures. Um, And the restaurant is not always at the center of them, but it um, and the food that they serve there is always kind of the touchstone. Um, It's the the same way that like that, like Cheers, the bar is kind of the touchstone of Cheers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Although they do like, you know, leave the shop sometimes because, you know, it's not on a literal set that they're stuck on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, the show began airing right in 2011, um, and after a couple of short first seasons, has been running 22-ish episode seasons every year since. Um, the 12th season is set to start this month on September 26th, um, and a feature film was set to come out last summer, but has been postponed until 2022 due to COVID. Oh, yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Have you seen all of them? No. No, that's a heckin' lot of episodes. Um, uh-huh. Uh, they- <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and they're and they're not I mean like uh you know it's 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 a sitcom so you can kind of bounce in and out of it like like if you mm-hmm. if you watch every episode and you watch them in order then um then it does build on itself um uh, and there are you know like little running jokes here and there um but uh but you can you can drop in at any point um and it's like 22 minutes long so it's just kind of like snack sized as a mm-hmm. as a TV show, or I guess not as snack sized as like a Adventure Time or something like that, but um, okay. but yeah, it's it's just you can just kind of pop in and out. It was actually um, one of my favorite things when we were traveling um, to to put on on airplanes because it's just kind mm, of yeah. short and funny and like you don't have to pay that much attention to it, and it's just sweet. It's just really sweet. Mm-hmm. I was I was I was telling again, yeah, we were talking a little bit before we hit record and um and I was telling Annie like you would love this show it's so dear it's just it's just about this family and they love each other <sighs> they like really love each other oh yeah and <laughs> no I'd be into it and at least half of them are total chaos demons like 50% <laughs> of the time <laughs> yes Oh yes. Okay. See, this is this is the thing. This is the thing because I'm like, okay, y'all y'all have to write in and let us know based on our personalities who who you think we are. Of the kids, I'm definitely a Tina, I think, but I I associate the most with uh with the mom. Um mm, mm-hmm. at least li- Linda, sorry, Linda. Um <sighs> Annie, you know, you could be a Tina, but you could be a Louise. <laughs> I love this because I don't know. <laughs> I having not seen it, I thought I would be a Tina. Yeah, um, but I don't know much about Louise. So I love when I get statements like that where I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, Tina like like is a nerd and has crushes on people and is like really relatable in like a pubescent girl kind of way like that. Um, and is like you know like like sarcastic and silly. Um, uh, but Louise is she just she just causes all kinds of trouble. 
Mm-hmm. Chaos demon, I see. <laughs> That's very, very funny to me because it's, you know, you can't ever get into the head of someone completely. I feel like I don't cause any chaos, but I suppose <laughs> that... <laughs> <laughs> this is that like might... the Gryffindor Slytherin argument. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, how you see yourself versus how other mm-hmm. people perceive you. Mm-hmm. I would love listeners write it, always write it, and be like, "You're such a Louise" or whatever. I would love to hear that. <laughs> Maybe the fact that I'm saying this to you right now makes me the Louise. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, yes. We need some outside opinions here. We need we need some other people to weigh in. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, At any rate, (laughs) uh, the show was uh, created by uh, 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 Lauren Bouchard, um, who previously created slash co-created animated series like uh, Dr. Katz, Professional Therapist, and Home Movies. Uh, The show is produced by 20th Century Fox, um, and uh, some of the King of the Hill creative staff also helped develop it. Um, And yeah, uh, the, the, the restaurant... The titular Bob's Burgers restaurant in the show is a small one, um, just a few booths, uh, a counter with seating, um, a grill top and fryer in the back, a coffee machine. Um, to one side of the counter is a daily specials board uh, with a featured burger's name and um, usually some of the toppings listed on there. And that is where the puns come in. Oh, the puns. Oh, the <laughs> puns. Oh, some of them we have made before. When I was reading through all these, and I did read through all of them, <laughs> I felt so seen. I felt so seen and in a good way. Like, oh, yes, someone else. Someone else gets great enjoyment out of these very silly things. <laughs> and there's, a, there's an episode where the characters are rattling off puns, trying to come up with the right ones for the burgers of the day. Uh-huh. And that, it really reminds me of our title choosing process. <laughs> essentially what happens (laughs) yeah yeah um every every episode title uh annie emails me like a like a list of possibilities and uh i they are spectacular friends i (laughs) (laughs) they're so fun (laughs) for me to come up with and i love when i happen to be like around other people and they're like what are you doing like oh just thinking of puns about quinoa (laughs) for work (laughs) Occasionally, I'll be, I'll like, I'll like laugh out loud and like startle my cat. Like, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yes. Oh, yes. This is, I already can tell I'm going to love this show because just because of this. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the puns are references to all kinds of pop culture um, or something that is happening in the show. Often they're kind of themed sure, to sure. whatever's going on. Okay. And I have quite a long, Saver list here. <laughs> that is some of my favorites. But as I was telling Lauren before we started, this is actually pared down. <laughs> it was longer. And I had to do several passes to make it shorter. Oh, but man. Like 200 plus puns. Well, yeah, there's through. 200 plus episodes. So, yes. And usually there's more than one per episode. There's two, usually two or three burgers on the special board. Yeah. So, what am I supposed to do? this is how was I supposed to narrow it down even further it's impossible it's not it's not your fault it's not your fault you did not do this thank you thank you blame Bob's Burgers okay (laughs) 
But here we go. Here are some of my favorites. She's a super leek burger. <laughs> Say it ain't cilantro burger. Sympathy for the deviled egg burger. I heart a choke you burger. The sound in the curry burger. <laughs> I don't bay leaf in magic burger. <sighs> Shake your honey maker burger. Hit me with your best shallot burger. Sweet chili o mine burger. Home for the Chalidays burger. Holidays. It's <laughs> Home for the holidays burger, excuse me. Um, A leak of their own burger. Pickle my funny bone burger. Mushroom with a view burger. (laughs) Chorizo your own adventure burger. If looks could kale burger. Tarragon in 60 seconds burger. Bohemian radishy burger. (laughs) Texas chainsaw massacred burger. The final Krautdown burger, Parma, 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 Chameleon burger, <laughs> Two Carrot burger, oh, no. I Fought the Slaw burger, <laughs> Mission Accomplished burger, The Life of the Parsley burger, <laughs> A Good Manchingo is Hard to Find burger, <laughs> It's Fun to Eat at the Rye MCA burger, Don't Get Cream Fresh with Me burger, I know why the Cajun burger sings burger. <laughs> the double pun gets me. Um, <laughs> paranormal pepper jactivity burger. Don't you for cheddar about me burger. <laughs> Cheeses is born burger. The human palintipede burger. <laughs> Beats of burden burger. <laughs> the silental night burger. And I've had the time of my life burger. Oh, no. Chili Wonka Burger, It's My Havarti and I'll Rye If I Want To Burger, The Choice Are Bach in Town Burger, mm. Shut Up and Swiss Me Burger, <laughs> The Rosemary's Baby Spinach Burger, The Heirloom Where It Happens Burger, Here I Am Broccoli Like a Hurricane <laughs> Burger, I'm Getting Too Old for This Shishido Burger, The Night Pear on Elm Beat Burger, Unintended Consequences Burger, Every Breath Utica Masala Burger, The Cauliflower is Cumin from Inside the House Burger. Oh my goodness. Spectacular. That. <laughs> and so that, good. Friends is her truncated list. Yes. <laughs> I went through three passes. Oh, wow. Did you, did you, did you feel it when you had to cut some? Oh, yeah. I yeah. felt the pain. And then there were some that like, I cut, and then I had to put back in, oh, and then I cut, yeah. and then I was mm-hmm. like, mm. And there are some puns that are similar, because there are, you know, 200-plus puns. And I had to choose, like, which one did I think was better, and why did I think which one was better. It was a very introspective pun experience yeah. for me. It sounds like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the horror <laughs> ones were the ones that I was just like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. This is firing <laughs> on all cylinders for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah. And there's there's there, there's other jokes that they that they work in there too. Um the pilot episode, I think maybe. The the first season was was a little bit less sweet than than further seasons. They were still going a little bit like uh, Bouchard had just come off of some adult swim work mm-hmm. and uh and so his his humor was still a little bit shock value stuff uh and um <laughs> so mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, other other things on the board have humor as well. There's, I, the, yeah, the the puns on the show are just everywhere um, and uh, come into play as well with some of the other restaurants that are in this town that are featured. Um, uh, the main other restaurant that is uh, is is on the show is Jimmy Pesto's Pizzeria, which is mm-hmm. a rival restaurant across the street. Um, yes. and, and it has a burger on its menu, and that oh. is pretty rude. Is rude. Jimmy Pesto's is a, a more perhaps successful restaurant than than Bob's. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of the show is just about kind of like the restaurant industry and deals with topics like that. And so I don't know. It's <sighs> I'm like I'm like why aren't we watching it right now instead of doing this episode? <sighs> okay. Well, anyway, come back later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of lists that I was tickled by that was like comparing. Jimmy Pesto's Pizzeria and Bob's Burgers, like as if they were real, <laughs> um, which I gave me great enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what about the nutrition? Don't eat TV shows. <laughs> Though you do hear words like consume and binge. It comes oh, around TV shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. Watch your watch your TV habits, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do have some numbers for you. We do. Um, as of uh, 2020, the show is averaging 10.9 million viewers per episode um, across all uh, viewing factors, um, I think primarily on streaming at this juncture. Um, it hit its 200th episode, yes, last fall. Yes, and there have been a number of officially sanctioned Bob's Burgers pop-up restaurants across the United States. In coordination with the show's premiere in January of 2011, um, four fat burger restaurants in L.A., Las Vegas, Chicago, and New Jersey uh, rebranded as Bob's Burgers for the month. Um, and a bunch of locations served a themed burger, the uh, Thanks a Brunch Burger, yeah, <laughs> and uh, honored some, like, free burger coupons that the studio handed out. Mm-hmm. Um, the next was in L.A. in 2016, and this was spearheaded by Chef Alvin Kylan, who runs L.A.'s Egg Slut restaurant. Uh, The food was served at a window, and the actual space was more of an art installation featuring works by Bob's Burgers artist. And I believe there's been more across since then. I think Atlanta might have had one. That's what Reddit tells me. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yes. Google informed me of the same thing. Yes. Um, But that being said... There are a hilarious amount of restaurants named Bob's Burgers, often in conjunction with something else. So, like, Bob's Burgers and Brews, for instance, that have nothing to do with the show. Um, but just some dude named Bob that has a restaurant, and that confused me greatly when I was first starting this uh, <laughs> ah, research. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, is this just some guy named Bob that also has Bob's Burgers restaurant? Okay. Okay. Um In 2018, the show partnered with meal kit service Blue Apron and Kylan to create three Bob's Burgers-themed burger recipes for their meal kits. The Quantum of Salsa Burger, (laughs) the Gouda Wife Burger, (laughs) and the Absentee Shallot Burger. Um, And they also released a Bob's Burgers apron because usually, I think when you first start especially, that you get an apron as part of your meal kit thing. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. Yes. Also, there's a board game. (laughs) It's called Bob's Burgers Belcher Family Food Fight, and it came out in 2019. 
And here's the description from Board Game Geek, because I love a good board game description. One of the Belchers left the walk-in fridge ajar, causing all of Bob's Burgers' food to go bad. While Tina and Louise blame Gene, he claims it's Linda, but she guilts Bob. And before you know it, the finger-pointing turns into an all-out food-flinging. Get in on the messy melee by grabbing dice and tossing ingredients to clear your plate. Be the first player with three golden spatulas to win the Belcher (laughs) family food fight. Roll the dice to start flinging food at the other players. Whether you splatter them with tomatoes or cover them with cheese, the winner of the round is the player who empties their plate first. It is a simultaneous game of good, clean, messy fun. (laughs) Um, And there's also a Bob's Burgers version of Clue. There you go. There you Mm go. Um, Furthermore, um, a virtual pinball game um, Mm -hmm. and a comic book series. And um, albums of music from the show. Uh, the show does often feature musical numbers. Um, uh, Gene uh, is an aspiring musician and carries around an electronic keyboard with him everywhere he goes. Uh, music from season seven through nine just came out in August of this year. And of course, there is the official cookbook, the Bob's Burgers Burger Book. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Real <laughs> Recipes for Joke Burgers by show creator Lauren Bouchard and the writers of Bob's Burgers with recipes by Cole Bowden. And this came out in 2016. Um, There's an abridged set of cards that came out in 2019. And it's also available as as an ebook as of this year. Right. Um, So during his senior year of college, Bowden started the blog, The Bob's Burger Experiment, with the goal of making every burger of the day. Um, And Bouchard took notice of this blog, and he loved it. Um, One... One day, Bowden emailed Bouchard asking for advance notice at the Burger of the Week so that he could post the recipes the same week new episodes dropped. And Bouchard happily complied, sending along these screenshots. Fans kept calling for a cookbook, so much so that Bouchard and Bowden decided to come together to make a cookbook, which seems to have been very popularly, very happily received. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there really is so much merchandise, coloring books, toys, clothes, music albums, all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, I believe, still purchase a pair of uh, uh, Louise's bunny ears if that's a thing that you need in your life. Mm. Mm-hmm. It has also been nominated for 12 Emmys and has won twice in 2014 and 2017 for the episodes Mazel Tina and Bob Actually, respectively. Um, its first nomination was in 2012, just a year into the show being on the air. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Because I feel like that first season can be really rough. And I speak as someone when we started the podcast, struggling <laughs> and still trying to figure things out. Yeah. I, I think it was for technically their second season. They took like a little bit of a pause between mm-hmm. the first one and second one. They both came out right around uh, w- within the same year, though. So, yeah. Well. We do have some more specifics on the food. Uh, a couple, yeah. Uh, but first, we've got a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. 
And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> this, this first note isn't necessarily about food on the show, mm-hmm. but I did want to put in here that originally, Bouchard pitched the show as a family of cannibals running a restaurant. Oh. And, okay. and Fox came back to him and was sort of like, do you need the cannibalism? Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Anytime you get that question, I feel like you've got to question yourself yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was an interview with one of the producers and she was like, yeah, I was just like, D- do you want to be writing uh, cannibalism jokes in another hundred episodes? Is that really what you want to do with your life? And he was mm-hmm. like, No. <laughs> That is one of my favorite jokes. Two cannibals reading a clown. One looked at the other and said, does this taste funny to you? But that's the only cannibal joke that I know. There is a Seinfeld bit I'm familiar with about cannibals, but it's not like a joke you would tell somebody. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's more like a, wouldn't you be concerned if you lived in a cannibal community and somebody came into your room late at night that you're a late night snack? Oh, yeah. Um, But that makes sense given, I believe, the first episode, the the daily burger specials were something. I think the first episode is called like human flesh. Yeah, and yeah. There the, there were there were references to it in definitely, in the pilot. definitely. So that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. Um, so one of the things people love about this show is Bob's relationship with food, and I found a, a 
a bunch of articles about this. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a huge part of who he is and something that he cares about deeply. And when he's struggling with something, he'll often turn to food for advice or more like he'll he'll talk to pieces of meat or vegetables as a way to (laughs) work through whatever the issue on his mind is, which I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. um, And food is this way that he feels he connects to others. Um, In one episode, he struggles to understand this concept of everythingness, which he saw from like a, I believe, a, you know, higher class chef. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was trying to figure out what everythingness meant when it came to food before grasping the concept that everythingness is more than just taste, that it's about mindfulness. And he's able to grasp that after he anthropomorphizes his food, giving each ingredient an aspect of himself, which I did watch clips of this because I was like, wait, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. And it it's makes really sense cute. in its own surrealist kind of way. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, he's a he's very much a cook and he he runs he runs this restaurant as a as an absolute labor of love. And uh, it's it's really nice. Um, and, and yeah. And, uh, you know, aside from what they serve in the restaurant, food does feature frequently on the show. The Thanksgiving episodes are always epic. Um, one of the early ones, maybe it was the first Thanksgiving episode that they did. Uh, I get I get the song from that. <sighs> stuck in my head just all the time uh it's 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 a very sweet song about how sometimes you're the waffle that holds the waffle maker together oh <laughs> anyway um yeah yeah the family has meals together um the kids school cafeteria is featured uh linda and bob are often carrying around cups of coffee during the day wine or beer at night um it's it's a Perhaps unsurprisingly, a very food-centric show. (laughs) Right. Yes. And others have pointed out kind of this interesting intersection on the show of burgers being this quintessential American staple, sort of every person food. Mm -hmm. And then the threats to, to that and to the restaurant are things like hipsters or vegans or food trucks, health food trends, or basically any trend that isn't burger trends or even sometimes the burger trends. Sometimes burger trends, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And often you see that reflected in the ingredients involved in the burger of the day, which can really, if it's not clear, can run (laughs) the gamut (laughs) what they put on those burgers. Uh Uh-huh. Which is interesting. That is a very, again, if this is a food-centric show and he is a cook, that is something that most restaurants and cooks do deal with is trying to like find your your voice and what you care about and what you create, but also keeping up with trends and what others are, you know, we're all into kale right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <For> kale. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. Um, and Bob was determined to become a fry cook, even though his father, Big Bob, also a fry cook, looked down on him for it. Um, but Bob is really creative with his recipes, taking something we're all familiar with, these burgers, and putting his stamp on it. And the result is something he is proud of, usually, mm-hmm. and wants to share. Uh, and I also just want to put in there, <laughs> it seems he keeps his puns family-friendly, <laughs> while Tina, <laughs> or Linda maybe, <laughs> is determined to spice them up. Um, uh I- I think everyone else is determined to spice them up a little bit more than he would like. But (laughs) yeah, but that again is pretty reflective of Bob and his belief that his food should be this form of connection for everyone. 
Um, minus vegetarians and vegans, I suppose. Nah, um, nah. <laughs> no, no real. I mean, you know. <laughs> I he, think, would, he, would, he would make someone a veggie burger. Come right. On. I think the heart is there. Yeah. But you don't normally see it in the burger of the day the, special. No, no. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, but okay, I did want to talk some specifics because, I mean, essentially we're talking about burgers, right? So... It's it's not the same as other fictional foods episodes we've done where it's like doesn't exist in this world. And um, and could not. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but there were a few that stood out to me that I thought were very emblematic of what this show is. Um, and yes, like I said, there are a lot. There are a lot of them. Uh-huh. Um, and shout out to the Bob's Burgers fandom wiki for wrangling just a straight list of here's oh, wow. all the burgers and here's what's on them. Wow. Very helpful. Yes. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> but one I wanted to talk about really briefly, the Rest in Peas burger. Okay. Yes. So this burger appeared in the first season episode Sacred Cow and is dedicated to the death of Mulissa, the cow, whose meat was used to make the burger. It came with peas and carrots and was Bob's 100,000th burger, which is kind of morbid, but kind of sweet. Um, Yeah. And it showcases Bob's care when it comes to the ingredients that go into his food. And also, yeah, just marking the occasion of like the 100,000th burger shows that, you know, this is a big deal for him. It's something he really cares about. Yeah. Oh, Melissa. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And then there's the medium snare burger. And Cajun a burger. And these appear in the season four episode Slumber Party and were used as bait to trap El Diablo, a troublemaking raccoon <laughs> from the alley to allow Linda's favorite raccoon, Little King Trashmouth, to reign supreme. Um, and Bob doesn't want to make burgers for this, but Linda persuades him to do it by offering to let him name the burgers. And he loves naming the burgers. Um, And just another example of the love of puns, and this is also some, I feel like people could convince me to do something. They're like, but you could name it. Be puns. like, okay. Oh, they've got me there. (laughs) Yes. Um, Which again, yeah, I just find very sweet and very, um, that there's just clearly this love and care of craft in, in both puns and burgers yes, in the show. Both, for sure. For sure. Yes. Yes. But no joke, 200 plus burgers we could have talked about. Um, <laughs> if anyone is cooking their way through the cookbook or if you have one, something we should have shouted out and didn't, oh, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please tell us, us tell us about your favorite burger of the day special. Yes. Tell us your your, your own favorite burger pun that you've made. Oh, I yes. nearly promise we won't steal it. No. <laughs> nearly promise. Or we'll credit you. We'll credit we, you. We'll credit you, yes. Yes. Um, no, I'm excited to check out the show and I'll I'll start, maybe I'll give some updates here and again of okay. <laughs> my progress. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um it's like I like I said, it's just it's just really it's really sweet and funny and bonkers a lot of the time. So, I do love bonkers. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, well, um, I, that is about what we have to say about Bob's Burgers today. Um, but yes. we do have some listener mail for you. We do. But first, we have one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent, only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with listener. Listener. Oh, man. Burger. (laughs) <laughs> you know they always do that in cartoons where they like flip it and all the ingredients go separately and then oh, somehow land. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> Amazing. <laughs> like a perfect deck of cards, but a burger. Exactly. Yeah. Very Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo uh-huh. might have perfected that. <laughs> um, Colleen wrote, A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> it was a beautiful day. The sun was in a clear blue sky, shining through the tree leaves. The temperature, humidity, and breeze were perfect. The breeze was cool but not chill. The sun was warm but not hot. As the afternoon rolled on, a barely noticeable sensation began to slowly creep in. It was almost indistinguishable, 
a slight fog settling in my mind, a slowness to my movements, and a distracted air to my attention and focus. The incubus turned his thoughts toward me, and a breeze brought his trap toward me. It was umami, salty, spicy, tangy, and sweet. Focus and strength returned to me, and the mind fog cleared to move me toward the alluring aroma. As I approached, another of the incubus prey crossed my path. There it was, tall and proud, supported by a pale wooden support, enrobed in a beautifully golden wrap, and dipping into a pink, orange, sweet, and sour sauce. It was a Chinese sausage, wrapped in an egg roll and fried until the wrap was cooked and crispy. The egg roll was crispy and flaky. The sausage was hot. The sausage casing split and dripping. It was served with sauce. Since that day, I have been looking for more of the same. That was a quarter century ago, and I haven't seen them since. Sausage on a stick, I miss you. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's somehow both like a horror movie uh, feeling to me. Like yeah. that. But mm-hmm. also like, I do want a sausage roll now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the true horror. <laughs> yeah, I've never had I've never had a sausage in an egg roll wrapper before. But no. I really want that. I do. And that was beautifully written. That it was. was. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> really makes you think. I hope you find one, on a, another one, one day. <laughs> I understand the allure. Oh, yeah. Of decades that, of later. That thing, yeah. that ephemeral thing that you're just yes. like, what? <laughs> um, Sheldon wrote, on the corndog side, up here in Canada, or at least the part I'm in, they're called pogos. I think it may be a brand name, but like Kleenex, that's what everyone calls them. The last time I had one was about 35 years ago, which may tell you how much I liked them. On the labeling side. How about Pam being able to advertise as fat-free, even though it's virtually 100% fat? Serving size is so small that the amount of fat in it can be legally listed as zero. And the serving size. Uh, Packs of croutons advertise as only some small amount of calories per serving. Serving size is listed as three croutons. Who only puts three on their salad? Finally, you missed it, but remember for next year's road trip, the Curd Festival. Yes. The Curd Festival. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I much yes. <laughs> need to know everything about this immediately. Yes. We should do an episode on curds. I want to know about this squeaking thing. Oh, sure. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can do that. Yes, we can. We can. Yes, we can. Um, heck. Uh, also, I, I said the word ephemeral earlier and it reminded me um uh we mentioned it on social media i think but um uh we we guessed it on our friend uh alex's show ephemeral and we talked about video stores and Mm -hmm. and candy and candy and our weird weird childhoods yes Totally normal childhoods. I don't know uh-huh, what you're talking about. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, video rentals. So um, uh, you can check out the podcast Ephemeral wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. And um, Alex has been on this very show before. He's lent his vocal talents to our one of our food fairy tale. Yeah. Segments. Oh, and he also used to be our producer. Oh, my gosh. That was so long ago. That was a billion and a half years ago. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, but he yes. did their um, pumpkin... Jack O' Lantern Halloween. He did that whole episode, but oh, the soundscaping right. behind For, that was him. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, what a what a great human. 
Yes, yes. So definitely go, definitely go check that out. Yeah, we're in we're in part two of the video store double feature. Yes, because we had a lot to say. We <laughs> had a lot to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in the meantime, thanks to both of those listeners for writing in. If you would like to write to us, we would love to hear from you. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SaverPod, and we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.